joined by Robbie Dees. Robbie, thanks a lot for coming on, mate. How are you doing? Not a problem, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Just enjoying my wee day off the day, and the the heat's kind of getting getting a wee bit better. But now I'm good. I just want to start off by asking what your early football memories are. Uh, to be fair, I think I've got to be just trying to think. I played. Um, I used to always remember my dad used to take my brother's team, the Kernos Colts, um, and I used to go to every training session and just like be that annoying me brother that used to always want to join in in that. So um, I then joined the Kernos Colts team, just my local like boys club team, but I was like two two years above myself. Um, I don't know how old I would have been. I would have been young anyway, and I played a season there before joining Blue Brazil, uh, Cowden Beath team and um I played there for three years just I was just football daft when I was younger to be fair I um obviously I've got like quite a, ba- a big football background but my uncle played professional my dad played at a good level my brother's a really good player so like we're all just football daft so like ever since I can remember I was just all about football I used to be a glory hunter I was a Man U fan when I was younger so, like, I just love football. And how did you end up joining Celtic? Um, so, I think I was, like, 11 or 10 or 11. And, um, you know, like, a lot of players, like, they do, like, football festivals for, like, boys clubs. Mm-hmm. So, when I was at Blue Brazil, I was doing an air, and we played, like, it's like a weekend thing, like, we played, I don't know how many games. And I got scouted there, and then... My dad never told me about any of that sort of stuff, though. He kind of kept it to himself. And then one day he just kind of said, like, oh, look, there's... He said, Celtic want to... If you to come along and train and see if you enjoy it sort of thing. And at that time, like, I like, wasn't that... Didn't think much of it. I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, just whatever. So went through with my dad, trained. I was a, I was a left winger back then. Um, left winger? I was a left winger back when I was younger. I know it's hard to believe, but uh, <laughs> I used to be quick. But I played, I probably trained with them for a month. We'd go through twice a week. I played a couple of games. Actually, you know what? I played one game and then they asked me to sign. Um, and I was, yeah, straight away, I was like, yeah. So I would have been 11 year old at the time. So that's how I, how I ended up joining Celtic. Getting closer towards like the first team and reserve age. Is there anyone that I would know that came through and your team at the same time as you? Yeah, well, we had a really good team at my age. Um, like, so Ewan Henderson is at Hibs. Stephen Welsh is in Celtic first team now. Jack Aitchison scored when he was 16. He's at Barnsley. Kerr McEnroy's at Kilmarnock. Um, we've got uh, Daniel Church plays at Alloworth now. Uh, Grant Savory's at Queen's Park. Um, like it was a good bunch of boys, but that was my age, and we all played together when, since I, like when I first joined, they were all there. Um, and then just a year above me, I played I played at Reses in twelves like Mikey Johnston, uh, Calvin Miller, Regan Hendry, um, Anthony Ralston played with him a few times. Um, so like I played with a good amount of boys that are playing at a good level. Like, was there any first team players that took an interest in the youth teams or that at that point? Uh. Not overly. I, th- I can't really... I don't think so. Like, a lot of... The t- what's mad about Celtic is the amount of first-team players they've actually got. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it was very like not very often you got to train with the first team. It would normally be like the day after. So they say they played like a league game on the Saturday. Uh, on the Sunday, you'd maybe get the chance to train with the first team boys that never played. But like it's difficult at Celtic because like the first team have got their own changing room and their own sort of area. Whereas the Reds are at like the other side of the building and train it like on the Astro and the, where the first team train is like the other side of the, of the training facility. So like you don't very often get a chance to, and especially when you're young, like, well, I was quite like, like quiet compared to most of the Glasgow boys and that, cause I'm not from that way. So wasn't like overly confident just to go up to any first team boy and say, like speak to them, if you know what I mean? But like when, when, when I got older, I got to that stage, like I started to speak like, if I got the opportunity, I'd speak to them. And like they were actually really good, like Kieran Tierney and the likes of Callum McGregor, um, like Ryan Christie and that. Like they're all very good at like if you did actually speak to them and grew a set and spoke to them, they're really good, especially like in the gym and that. And going on loan to Cowden Beef, that must have been a bit of a culture shock for you. I absolutely loved my time at Cowden Beef. It was one of my one of my favourite things was uh, I was kind of going into the unknown because it kind of came about. At the Iron Brew Cup, it was like the first time playing again. We played Ann and we got beat 3-1, and I think it was 3-1 anyway. Um, and I got absolutely like thrown about the whole game. There's a boy, Swinglehurst, still plays that are very good, and I remember just getting thrown about. And then my dad said to me, he was like, you need to deal with that sort of thing. And it kind of came about, and I was like, well, I want, like, I need, I'm a centre-half, I'm a, def- at this point, I was bad, <laughs> I was my defender at this point. I was like, I need to be able to deal with this. So I kind of, my dad kind of said, we spoke about it. And um, I, I went in and asked. And uh, the opportunity got Cowan Beef, which is more or less local for me. And uh, it was a big wake up. I mean, my first training session, I got I got my nose burst open. Um, so, but no, it was brilliant. Just like, it's what football is about. Like, on a Saturday, it is what it's about. You're training for the game on a Saturday. Like, you're playing for like it was massive that time because County Beef the season before had just scraped staying up at the playoffs. So like they were like deemed upon as probably like favourites to go down again. So like I just enjoyed it so much. Like I didn't start my first couple, first two games didn't start, and then I started again. So like Albion Rovers was my first game, and then I played every game since. Uh and just loved it. Like Gary Bowen was absolutely brilliant with me and Mark Fotherham and Flax, like just were always helping me and like I never really got a rollick in before like shouted that and then I remember we played Elgin away and I gave I got I basically it was my fault I basically got the, our goalie sent off because I'd done such like a bad uh, header back to him and he got and I remember water bottle cones going everywhere in the changing room after that and I was just like never had this before never really got it at Celtic so it was just mental but uh no, County Beef I've kind of got a special place for because like they took me took me in first and we done really well and uh, it's actually a shame to see where they are now in the Lowland League and I hope they do come back because it is a great club with, with great people behind it. It's just a shame how they, how it happened. How much time the loan at Cowden Beef and Aloha helped you become a player you are now? Oh, massively. I would if I ever spoke to somebody and they said a young player and they were like. Like what's the best to do? I would say go out and play, go out and go out and loan and get games and play, because the uh, reserve football it's all good at like a young age at like 16, 17, But there comes a time where like you need to 
be playing against men to get better, especially for me as a defender. And um, playing alongside like good seasoned pros, like when I was at Alaba, I had Andy Graham, uh, Scott Taggart, like all these boys, very, very good players that have had a great career. And they helped me a lot so much. And I learned so much from like, it was kind of one extreme to the other at Cowdenbeath that was like about defending, like we second ball was like, not much football was played, but then I went into an Alawa team where Peter Grant had us playing like proper football, taking the ball with pressure. This was, that was, I jumped up like two leagues at the time. So it was a bit of a like, mm-hmm. uh, not scared, but like it took me a good like couple of months to get used to it. But um, I, I do think it has made me a lot better player and uh, I've learned so much and just try to take it all in at the same time. So, uh, no, if I could tell anyone to do that sort of thing, go out loan, would, I would tell them, like... After that loan spell at Alo, the time comes where you're leaving Celtic, is that, is that tough to take, tough decision? No, not really. Like, I still had a year in my contract at the time at Celtic and COVID hit and um, kind of made my mind up when... Uh, when the first team were coming back, it was only going to be like the first team boys and any of the any like re- resis that they needed. And I never got picked, and that's when I knew like nah, if I can get away, like I want I want to move on. I want to be playing week in week out. Like I don't want to be seen as a young boy. Um, and I I phoned, I spoke to my agent, uh, I spoke to my dad. I'm, I'm I'm lucky enough. I've got like a good football background that I can speak to them all. And um, I had the opportunity came, but I was I had a few offers to go. Could have stayed, went stayed and go went to Dunfermline, which is a lot. I, I grew up supporting Dunfermline, mm-hmm. um, or Ray Frovers, and then Inverness. And um, I was at that point. Uh, I don't know if it was because of lockdown, but I was wanting to move out and uh, kind of grow up. If you know what I mean. So when the opportunity came at Inverness, I kind of was like, that's a no-brainer. Like, so um, when it came to Celtic, I, I, like, I'm, I don't support Celtic and I love my time at the club. It's like, it's, my, it's mental how big Celtic is. Like, I never knew how big it was until I was there. But I had, like, I, I was just, like, focused on myself, like, what I wanted to do. Um, it was obviously sad. I've got, I've got some friends for life. That play, that I played with and that, and I still speak to them. But um, now nah, I wasn't that upset or anything. I was more excited because I was like, for me leaving Celtic, I was re- leaving Celtic reserves to go play right. Inverness. So I was making a step up, uh-huh. and, my, and that's the way I looked at. You were saying about the move to Inverness. You said you just wanted to grow up. Was there any other factors that you ended up taking into consideration? Um. To be fair, John Robertson, who was the manager at the time, I spoke to him and uh, he just kind of like filled me a lot of confidence and like seen me as like his left side centre half and like you could see in the Manessa's track record, they've got a good, uh, they're good at like bringing boys on and, and, and boys kicking on at the next level, which obviously everyone wants to do. So um Probably that and the fact that, like, Inverness, I know it's, it's remote and uh, can't, you don't get any, like, um, what's it? Like, you just got, you just focus on the football. There's not any distractions of that, which at that time I was just like, well, that's what, what I want to do. So 
that was really it. And obviously, like, wanting to move, like, I was wanting to move away and, like, kind of grow up and, and like, you know what I mean? Because I, I was living at, living at home still with mum and dad. And it was, um, it was just, I was just ready to move out sort of thing. And Inverness gave me that extra platform to do that. So I think that was probably one of the main factors as well. He spoke about John Robertson there. He seems like an absolute legend. What's he like? Ah, he's good. He's really good, Robbo. Like, um, he'll speak speak for days. Just like he'll talk away to you. Um, he'll help you, and he's still he's still at the club. He's the sporting director, and he'll he always have the time to come speak to you. And he's just he's brilliant. I've got a lot a lot of time for him, and he's got a lot of time for me. And I, I appreciated him and bringing me bringing me to the club and and kind of having faith in me to kind of I was young at the time and come and and, and play. When, when he was there week in, week out. So he's brilliant. Uh, he's, he's really, really good. And obviously he's a legend in the game. So it's, it's nice to have somebody like him around around the club uh, helping you. And see from like since you joined to now, what, what's been the aims each season pretty much? Has it always been to try and get back to the Prem? Yeah. Look, Inverness is a massive club. It's got, it's got some amazing history. So... For us to be in, in the champ as long as we have, it's it's not it's not great. And obviously everyone's seen how close we came last year to, to doing it. And uh, I think um, I think obviously with County being in the Prem for and doing so well, and especially last year, it's just kind of we need to start doing that. And and, and I think uh, we know that as a team and as a club. And I think. Um, it's just, it's, I think you, you can yourself how how hard the championship actually is. Like anyone beats anyone, no matter it's who it is. League. Yeah, it is, but it's exciting at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, now nah, look, I think every season it's been promotion, um, and every season I've been in there for the last two, we've I've, we've got better and better. We finished fifth my first year, and then obviously third yet last year. So, hopefully we can finish first this year. <laughs> How much do you progress as a player through like the first day you walk into Inverness? Uh, I'd like to say a lot, to be fair. Um, obviously, I'm two years on now and uh, played a lot of games. And uh, I've played in, I've played centre half and left back, so I've learned a lot. And I've played, I played alongside like some really good players. Like last year, I had Broaders, Broadfoot, I've got Danny Devine still here, and even boys like Billy, Billy Mackay, and that like. I feel just like luckily enough to play with all these these really good players and experienced pros. So like I feel like looking back, I've kept on a lot. I've learned so much, and I think that comes from playing games. Um, I've been lucky enough. I played, I played. I missed out on one game last year. It was the start of the season. So looking back at it, I've I've probably done no bad to play the amount of games I have, and uh, it's just uh just kicking on really just. I think it's important to play games and to play as many as I have at my age. I'm, I feel quite lucky. Um, so it's just I've still got a lot to learn. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm 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 one for like if I do something wrong, I'll go back and watch it and see what I can do better. Um, so now, like I I think each season I've 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 got better and better, but I still do still think I've got a lot to come. So you just on so you just on what you said about Kurt Broadfoot there. How how big like how big a benefit is it to a young defender playing with an experienced head like that? 
Yeah, it's good. It's like you learn so much, like playing alongside them. But then even after, like that, you like his like way of life, like his lifestyle, and that like brothers was always in the gym, like before training, after training, like eating. Like I was asked, he would tell me. I was asking loads of questions. Like he was telling me the right things to eat. Like and I knew what the right things to eat at the because I well, I thought I did from my time at Celtic. I was lucky enough to get that education, but like I remember I was like a bowl of cereal. I can't remember what cereal it was. But he, I think you were talking about a snack before I got to bed or something. I was just like, oh, just like have toast or like a yogurt and that. And he was like, nah, you should be having porridge. Like, just tell me all these different things I should be having, what I should be having the day before. Um he's Broders was brilliant for me personally. I think I've learned a lot from him. Um, but his way of life, like I now know why he's played at the level he did and for how long at his age, like is he's still playing like last season. I think he's what 38 now, 37. I think he's 37. And he's playing in the champ, but nearly getting so close to getting to the Premier League. And obviously he's dropped in, he's playing at Broom Hill now, the open goal. Um he could still play at a higher level than that. I, I think he still could easily play at a higher level. And that's down to his lifestyle. Like genuinely, like he's one of the top pro, like probably is the top pro of I've ever like worked with. And mate, you've brought up yourself left back or centre half. I've seen Inverness fans talking about it. What's your favourite position? Centre half, like centre half. I, I do enjoy. I like. I enjoy being out of left back, but I think centre half is my bread and butter. I think um, I could, I'm lucky enough. I can do a, do a job at both, but um, I don't probably offer as much going forward when I do play full back. So it depends on the style of play, really. Uh, but nah, as weird as I said, like I was, I was a left winger when I was younger, and then I was a left back, and then at like fifteen, my coach put me into centre half, and then I was a centre half for there, and, and I didn't really play left back again until like I played a couple of games for Cowden Beat at left back, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until Neil McCann came in up here and he put me out to left back, and uh, we went on a good run, and then it just kind of, kind of just stuck for a while. And uh, but I'm hoping this season to play a lot majority more at centre half because I do see myself as a centre half. But I'm lucky enough I can do both. Like, and onto the current manager now, Billy Dodd seems like another character. What's yeah, he like to work under? Gaffer's good. Uh, got a really good relationship with him. Um, obviously, I'm lucky enough he he played me near enough every game last year. Um, and he's like he. I think he just gets me. And uh, I get how much is good, and I, I do enjoy playing under him because I feel like I can go and speak to him about anything, and he's good like that. And uh, he's got a good relationship with all the boys. Um, but nah, you see how close we came last year, and we went on like a, it was like 10, 11 game run without a win after Christmas. So, and like it was hard, but he's just like he always believed in us the whole time. Like he just kept on filling us with confidence. So, like, He's been brilliant for me, like in that sense. Uh, he played me every game. Like he was always, I was always allowed to go into the door and ask him questions and things like that. So, like for me, it was really, it's really beneficial having a gaffer that understands me and like gets on really well with. And um, so yeah, no, like I feel, I hope we can do it this season because um, that's the goal, and he's made that clear. You see, we've done well in the League Cup, and whereas before in the League Cup. Well, while I've been up here, I've never got out of the group. We've we've always done really poor. 
and he made that clear from the first day that like that's not happening. Like we're we're getting through it, getting out of this group this year. And so like I think we've started well and it's it's come from the gaffer. So I, I, I I've got nothing bad to say about the gaffer to be fair. You touched on it there about last season. Obviously good, like amazing getting to the playoff final, but how tough was that to take and then that must have been horrible. Oh physically obvious there. Yeah, physically it was draining. Like six games, it's it's mental uh, and it it was really tough. Um, even with the extra time in the Arbroath game, it was just mental. I just remember when Brother scored that winning penalty, just like just felt so emotional. Like never felt that emotion in a game before. Just because like going down to uh, nine men, it was just mental and like to then go again in a few days time to against St. Johnson at home. Um, and it, I'll be honest, when we were 2-0 down, it was like, in that first half, it was like a massive like shock. Like, And then it came in at half time, the gaffer spoke to us. And then when, when we scored that first, the first goal, it just changed it completely. And I think that was what was probably most soul destroying about the, the 4-0 in the last game was that we went in at half time feeling we were on top, probably the more the team that was looked like they were going to score. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we lost those two goals, it was just like back in the situation we were in the first leg. So I think the, the third goal just killed it for us. And I kind of showed that the games had caught up like six games in, in three weeks is a lot after a long season. And it does favour the Premiership team, but it is what it is at the end of the day. And what when you go back into pre-season, um, this season we'll start this season is that forgotten about or are you using that as motivation nah definitely motivation I think what we've the team we've got here like we all want to be playing at the highest level possible we want to, want to be playing in the premiership so like it was hard to take obviously the way we, we got beat um, and we all want to be, be winning the title and, and, and playing again and playing in the premiership at the end of the day so uh, it wasn't really spoke about but I think everyone knows you know what I mean like, uh, like we don't talk about it, but we're obviously it's, it's in the back of our heads. Like, but we it, we know we can do it. I think at the end of the day, I think that's probably what hurts the most is we know we can do it. So I think that's why this season is important that we go and do it. Really, and I don't know what he drinks it for you, mate, because it's not done yet. But this yeah. the league cup group so far, he's absolutely fine. What do you think the main reason for that is? Uh, probably a good pre-season. The last two pre-seasons, uh. First pre-season, we didn't really have a pre-season because of COVID. Came right. back in September, which is... And we had, we had to use the League Cup as like, pre, as, like, pre-season friendlies. And then last year, COVID again, I was I got injured. We had boys missing, so we missed out on the pre-season friendlies before the League Cup. So, like, my first game was in the League Cup before. I'd never even had a friendly, so... Probably that. So this year we've had we've all had a good preseason, and the gaffers like made sure that what his intentions are with the league cup. So uh, not that he didn't before, but I think obviously last year with the COVID and injuries and stuff. Whereas this year we've done what we've asked for really. Do you prefer do you prefer these group games rather than having competitive football early on rather than playing like? Loads of different friendlies and maybe against teams that are leagues below you and stuff. Yeah, no, I prefer I prefer this. Like it's competitive at the end of the day. Like mm-hmm. preseason friendlies are like 
it's a you get the minutes in and stuff, but like some like some boys are like they'll sack it off or not sack it off, but like go through the motion, you know what I mean? Whereas like you're actually playing for something in the league cup, and at the end of the day, that's what you want to be. You want to be playing for something. You want to be winning and doing well and advancing. Like obviously playing against better teams. So like us, hopefully we win the group and get the opportunity to play against. Hopefully like a Premiership team to go and show what we could do, if you know what I mean. Whereas we've not been able to do that the last two years. Do you think it raises the standard the pre-season right to the start as well, the fact that you're playing yourself into the team so early on? Yeah, definitely. I think that take, plays a massive part because then you want to be shown the gaffer, uh, you're ready for the season to start. And um, it, is, it is like that at times, that uh, the pre-season friendlies, like... Preseason is hard because like a lot of the boys deal with it differently. Like if they're injured or so, so like they probably don't train as much and aren't as fit as much. But like a preseason friendly, like it's not as um, what's the word? Like just not as hard compared to like these league cups, and especially like in the heat and stuff. Like the heat, it wasn't even that hot, but it felt absolutely roasting last night. It was raining during the game last uh, last night, and I was I just felt so like tired in that. But but it was competitive. It's what you want. So, no, nah, it's a different side of fitness and, like, a competitive game is what, what you're needing. We spoke about it a wee bit before uh, before we started recording, but what's your thoughts? What, what's your thoughts for this upcoming season in the league? Uh, for us, just, uh, I think we should be looking to, to be challenging again and, and, and getting promotion and winning the title. Um, I don't see why not, because we've, we've got a good, strong core and we've made some good signings. And... Um, I think we've all got the same intentions, which is good. And um, I think we've all learned for the last season the blip we went through with the 10, 11 games. Um, not, not how to deal with it, because these things happen in football at the end of the day. Like, teams go through bad runs. So, like, I think because we've had to deal with it um, before in the past, that, like, we'll be able to deal with it probably a wee bit better if and when it happens. So... Nah, just as I said, we've all got the same intentions and like I've got the same focus, which is good and it's what you want as a team, really. So I'll just be going for the title. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. If it's all right with you, mate, we'll finish off with the quick fire questions. Aye, not a problem. Should I pre-warned you about should I pre-warned you about this, but I completely forgot so we were talking yeah. about other stuff. Yeah, it's all right. Um, so we'll start off with your best mate in football. In football, uh Jack Aitchison probably. I've got I've got a few, but if I had to pick one, it'd be Jack Aitchison. Uh, grew up playing with him at Celtic, obviously. So, but I could name off a few, like just like Kerr McEnroe and, and the boys up here. But I'm, I'll I'll only go on about it. The best stadium that you've played in, like fans or stadium? Yeah, uh, the actual stadium. I played in Boa Vista in Portugal uh, for Scotland under. 19s at the time and I just the stadium was just like it was just like felt like the stand was like right above us it was just mental oh, nobody was in the stadium like no fans but like I just thought it was just so cool and obviously it's in, like, in the sun as well so I'd probably have to say Boa Vista Stadium but I could probably name a few like the best player you've played against uh, Phil Foden played against him when I was like young and he was tiny and I just remember, he had these black umbral boots, and I just remember him, I thought he was playing sitting, but he literally got the ball and just ran all the way through the midfield 
it was rapid and his dribbling was a joke but I was like who is this guy and then like here, here you are like five years later and he's like scoring in the Champions League winning Premier Leagues Bowden could be one of the biggest shouts I've had to be fair is it? Uh, it could be I think someone had Haaland as well I've sat on the bench and watched Haaland it, was, they, it might have been the same team as you it was Ryan Porteous for the one in the Scotland yeah I was on the bench Porto uh, I Haaland I, I sat on the bench and watched that he was a joke that game I'm sure he scored a hard trick I think he said that as well yeah it was me but I know Phil Foden I think for me the biggest moaner that you've played with <laughs> uh, Kirk Broadfoot probably or uh, Brad Mackay Brad Mackay's up there uh, I can name a few I can actually throw myself up there because I'm I'm bad for moaning I think a lot of people will say the same but I'm going to go with Kirk Broadfoot the biggest your biggest achievement in football um, I don't know just I hope there's... It doesn't have to be a trophy or anything like that. Yeah, probably playing for Scotland. Uh, I'm big on playing with the country. Like, I, I do support Scotland a lot and, and follow them. So, I'd probably say play for Scotland and scoring for them. But, um, I don't know. I'd probably have to go with that. I've had one so far. But hopefully, it'll be one in the league or something. <laughs> and uh, lastly, your best five-a-side team of players you've played with and why. You can put yourself in if you like. I'll be putting myself in. Is that Nagel? Goalie? Nah, you've got a goalie. I need to get a goalie? Nah. Uh, goalie. Um, probably... Probably Dave McGurman was at Cowdenbeath just because I loved him. He was just like... He was good. Great guy. Uh, he like looked after me so well. Uh, so probably Dave McGurn he was actually really good for us when we were at Cowden um, and then I'd probably have to put Andy Graham just for pure legacy how good a guy he is and he was an absolute joke when I played with him he was doing like Cruyff turns in the middle of the park and that with his copas on it was just brilliant so I'd put Andy Graham I'd then have probably Mikey Johnston uh, Billy Gilmore in midfield Um who else? Uh, I'd put yourself in on left wing. I put myself, put myself. I'd probably put Jack H in because my best mate as well. So Jack H or Hendel, one of the two. Like, I do. I thought you were going to chuck yourself in left wing again. Then. Nah, my left wing days are gone. I, I'm nowhere near that. I could run back then, but no anymore. I heard if, if if that happens this season, Inverness fans are going to be chopping their season tickets in the water, man. I, I would I would make sure they did as well if that was the case. <laughs> so I thought man, Robbie, thanks a lot for coming on, mate. Not a problem, mate.